0: Midwife Kath, today we're going to be speaking uh, about the partner's perspective as pregnancy and birth, baby and beyond is not all just about the mother.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah, we've got uh, a dad in today, and it's none other than Trent Cochin, Yellow and black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Thanks, Trent, for coming in. Thank you for having me. And um I've looked after Trent and Brooke. For both their babies, and that's not me, Brooke. No, obviously. no, that's not you, Brooke. That's his wife. It's got to be a confusing conversation. <laughs> and uh, so we just we're just wanting to talk about you know how how life changes because it does when um, when you have a baby, not only for the woman and her body, but for the partner. And sometimes I think the dads get a bit pushed away. Sometimes we need to. To bring to, them in. To, to talk about what, what it feels like, too, to be a dad.
1: Reign them back in, you reckon.
2: That's right. Rain. <laughs> yes. Come on in. <laughs> so, um, when you first found out that you were having Harper, how did you feel as as a partner and, and a prospective dad? What, what were your initial feelings?
1: Oh, super excited. I was only young. I think I was 24 at the time, so mm. a pretty young dad, but... Um, And and we fell pregnant pretty quickly, which Mm. um, was exciting, but also a little bit scary at the same time, because I suppose you think you're ready uh, Mm. until you actually have a a baby and then you realise you're probably not. But I don't think anyone's ever ready. You're right. You know
2: what? You've hit the nail on the head. You're never ready to have a baby, ever. So it's never the right time, physically, financially, personally, (laughs) emotionally. It's never the right time. So... Absolutely not,
1: yeah. And I think that's the exciting thing for me, having kids younger. A lot of my friends are now getting married and, and looking to have children in the near future. And um, I sit back and have a bit of a smirk on my <laughs> yes. face and, and say, I can't wait to see you go through all the uh, all the challenges, but also the, the rewarding moments uh, that's throughout right. the way.
0: What were you initially concerned about, can I ask? Um,
1: just learning, I suppose. I mean, as a 24-year-old, most people are only just finishing, right. just finishing off their, their uni degrees or... Um, or just getting into serious parts of their work life. And um, I suppose until you sit down with the professionals and um, and you start being educated on what what actually, even just in the pregnancy itself, before you even have a baby, mm. um, it's an incredible part of the journey. And you know, I learned so much about the female body, which um, still amazes me uh, even today and Um, yeah, just just the whole cycle of pregnancy, even falling pregnant. You know, there's guys like Basha Hooley in um, in our football club Mm -hmm. that took, you know, four or five years to actually fall pregnant. So uh, there's a lot of stories that um, are the opposite to ours.
2: Uh, I can remember being in a uh, food store down in Hampton and I was standing next to Damien Hardwick and I thought any chance to talk to my hero little young Damien <laughs> and I was, I was talking about you and saying what how lovely it was to look after you as you were you were a young dad at 24 and he and I were having a conversation about you know um, having having a a young person having so much knowledge and and innate understanding and being a dad how good it was you know and and i suppose that comes to you for you know leading as a leader in your um in your work as as captain but being a young dad did that help you do you think
1: yeah i think you know a lot of people the fashionable thing to talk about is work life balance and um You know, for some kids these days, it takes beyond 24 to work out exactly what they want to do in life, let alone whether they want to have a family, get married. Um, But I think it did, I mean, as a footballer, typically, or an athlete, you you can be quite self-centered and and selfish in many ways, given that you're just trying to be the absolute best athlete Mm. that you possibly can be. And sometimes you forget about the human element. And Mm. um, that's the thing I try to educate our younger guys coming into the system now. Whilst you want them to explore as much of themselves as possible and get the most out of themselves, there's also a part where you need to respect and show gratitude to other people. And I think that's what having kids or or having a wife that's pregnant does. Mm. It, It makes you realize that, especially if you have a healthy child. I mean, mm. first and foremost, you're very lucky because there's yeah. a lot of stories where people aren't quite as lucky as you and um, it just puts life into perspective. And now that they're a little bit older and, and coming inside the door after, you know, being injured, like I was, in- had a few injuries when I was younger, um, if I had had a kid to come home to... Yeah almost automatically you forget about everything else that's going on in your life that is challenging or um, because of the smile that they bring to your face as soon as you walk in the door.
2: And I suppose not only for a football foot but for anyone in in business or work, if you've had a bad day at work, It's just great to come home and bath the kids and just be a dad or a mum, isn't it? You know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, everyone talks about when you first buy that dog and (laughs) they don't know what sort of day you've had. They're wagging their tail, they're smiling. I don't know if they smile. Samoids do. We have two Samoids. They, they, They smile. Apparently, they're a smiling dog. But, um, having kids is a whole new level and it does take time. I mean the first six to eight months you don't really get a lot out of your kid but it is still special no to sleep. come home, hold them. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's your own produce. It's it's pretty special.
2: Yeah, it is. And um seeing Brooke in Labour, how you Ooh. know <laughs> intense. isn't it amazing? You know and phenomenal uh, and, and I think, you know, partners really find a deep respect for women um because You know, we respect athletes and people who do a lot of hard work, but women in labour are very special, yeah?
1: Absolutely. I mean, some of the hardest pre-season sessions I've done do not even compare to to what uh, a woman puts themselves through in pregnancy. Um, (laughs) Whether it's short, long or ages for a... a, a, um,
2: and you're right, it's, it's also the pregnancy too because that is debilitating too. You're carrying a baby, you, you get so- sore, you get a bad back and yeah. you don't sleep well. So you're sleep deprived before you come into the yeah. gig.
1: Plus your body's changing. That's <laughs> right. Girls emotionally looking exactly. in the mirror, they don't feel quite as confident or as comfortable in themselves even though most people would say they find of pregnancy they, beautiful. They um, do. And there's a glow about women. Some yeah. some women aren't lucky to have the glow, they have yeah. pimples and so forth, but it's, it's all, just, it's all part of the process. Honest, They've
2: gone... <laughs> 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 I've got concealer on them today,
1: but it's beautiful in a way that you're carrying, you know, a life. I, did, I know it's. I never get to a. I don't get to experience
0: that. No, can I ask Trent? Did you? You know, we talked about just like the concerns you have as as parents. Did you have equal parts of concern when you found out you were preg- pregnant, as as Brooke did? Or did, yeah, I
1: think I think along the journey as you're learning, you know, like the first twelve weeks, there's a high risk of. Um, losing losing the baby, uh, then you hit that mark and you're like, oh, how good's that? And then you get to 20 weeks and, you know, you're halfway mark and it's exciting, but until it gets to 26 weeks, then you're not guaranteed that an early birth you'll be surviving. Then you get to 26 weeks and you're like, oh, we've crossed that bridge. Now I'm waiting for the actual birth. Um, is there going to be a defect or is it going to have a heart problem or is its brain going to be different to mm-hmm. what it's meant to be? And there's all these things that you think aren't a part of being pregnant. And, and that's and it just pregnancy. Just be, yeah, yeah. it's just part of it. And then you have the baby and first and foremost, you've got labour and seeing your wife go through pain and all sorts of different emotions that mm. you've never seen before. Um, then you have the baby and then they turn blue and you freak out about that. Oh, and wow. You know what I like? It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, not like it the movies, actually it? actually never ends. It's, it's not, it, it never no. ends. And even today, like, we were playing by the pool, Harper cuts her foot and you're just like, yeah. It's not that bad, honey, just lay down. But,
2: <laughs> but you hate seeing them in pain because, you know, it's just that it parenting is not it? it breaks your heart <laughs> too. Yeah, it does. yeah.
0: You were really proactive obviously as a father or your involvement or did Brooke say you be proactive?
1: No, I think it's only fair to give as much as you possibly can cuz they still do the majority of the heavy lifting your lifting your partner so um, you know, I tried to get up and feed as often as I possibly could just to to add, but Brooke was also aware of me needing recovery and sleep and so forth for my profession.
2: Mm. And what did you find the hardest in, you know, when you bringing a baby home in those early days um, with a baby? Oh,
1: without you, I'd probably be dead, <laughs> Kath. <laughs>
2: Other than me on speed dial. We oh, talked a lot. You, what you, happened? You did help. Did you, did you talk to her a lot?
1: Oh, any, yeah. any sort of small issue and, <laughs> and Kath was there to save us, even if it was just... Harper not settling or not taking the bottle or bathing wasn't quite going as planned. Whatever it was, yeah. midwife Kath was there to, to and, help and us. And Brooke's was, very
2: thankful for that. Yeah, for the support absolutely. Too. And it, the, the and that's what my role is, you know, as as you have a role, everyone has a role and that's what the role is to, to because that's my expertise. Yeah. Um but when you're sitting in it, it's Difficult, isn't it? Because you're supposed to know what to do. You know, yeah. people put that expectation on you, like you're holding a baby, and you think, okay, you know what you're doing. You, you, are a dad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people that look comfortable holding a baby when yep. it's not screaming, but when they are and they won't stop, it's, it's a not whole new story. So <laughs> it's not comfortable. It was just learning along the way, and um, you know, there was moments early on where. You'd be up for half the night and and then that would roll into the next night and then mm. the next night after that. Luckily, we had pretty good sleepers. So um, uh, the second one, Mackenzie, had a bit of reflux early yes. days, which was very challenging because yes. it was so different to the first one, which, again, is the beauty of the human being.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Everyone's different. Yeah. And how do you find, um, as a dad, um, you know, just even... Everyone has different moods during the day when you're coming home from work. And do you find that reflects onto your children? And are you aware of that? And are you mindful of of what you do and say, knowing that you've got little ears around that that you're teaching them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think (laughs) there's always moments where you're tired or you've had an average day Mm. or a bad loss on the footy field or um, a small argument with a friend um, and you carry that that, that attitude back home. and then you realise you Harper or Mackenzie are doing something that's a little bit frustrating, but just typical of a co- of a child. Mm-hmm. But you take it out on them a little bit more with just raising your voice and so forth. And then you catch yourself and you are mm-hmm. like, why, why why am I taking out um, my frustration you, on the kid that doesn't know any different? Uh, exactly.
2: <laughs> but it's really. But it's, I think
1: everyone's guilty of it.
2: Everyone's di- everyone's guilty of it. And and understanding that that we all do it, and that we we're not no one's perfect and trying to be a good parent is all you, you want to do at the end of the day and being an example to your kids is, I mean, they learn off us and that's yeah. why they're in the back of the, the seats in the car sometimes and they st- say, start the bloody car up or, you know, they start swearing, <laughs> they say the F-bomb at the, the, exactly the, the right yeah. time and you think how? How did you know that? And you go, oh Barley, because I said it, you know
1: <laughs> Oh, they're like sponges, they soak everything up and you know, for a kid that's only got a small brain,
2: oh, <laughs> yeah. the they're, amount
1: they're of detail they something. can take in yeah. is amazing.
0: Trent, can I? What, what? Kath was asking you. What, what were the hardest moments? What were some of the things in those early days? whether it be just after you had um, your first baby? What, what do you remember? The moments? Did you ever oh, come just, to a breaking point?
1: No, I don't think I ever. Be, I was very lucky because Brooke was so amazing, and I think without having. A, a completely capable wife, although she had moments where she certainly struggled as well. Um, and I think most women would yeah. because they do sleep, sleep deprivation, all these new things that you need to learn about. You uh, automatically you, you're worrying about not just yourself anymore, but another human being that can't do a lot on its own. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, and you're it, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly right. So I probably just the lack of sleep, on top of trying to learn all these new things, and and be a dad, and <laughs> still perform the the best possible way I could um, at my at my job, yeah, which is playing footy, which is a lot better than some people's jobs because yeah. it requires a little bit less. Um, well, focus and, and but, detail, well, but, but it's
2: also it, it, it is also hard. It's was, hard on. It was the, on more the,
1: physically exhausting for me. It's many, physically probably exhausting, more
2: than but it's what I know, and I look after lots of um, women who, whose partners play football. It's it's hard on the girls too, isn't it? Oh, absolutely! Really hard yeah. because you know everyone thinks it's a glam life, which I'm sure it is at some stage. But sometimes, not, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> um, but um, there are there are long hours, and it's not just the footy that you. That you play, it's 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 um, going to functions and community work and training and then meetings and then meetings about meetings. I'm sure and and sponsors and you know. So it's absolutely. a lot of time away from home, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're travelling every second or third weekend That's during right. the season. Yep. Um, you know, and, and I don't think a lot of women like being home on their own, especially with a newborn. So, yep. you know, there was countless times where it was a phone call. I'm just, I'm just struggling. I need help. But oh, we're, we were very lucky with uh, Brooke's mum's been an incredible support she for yep. for her. So, um, I think that's also important having people around you that can really help.
2: Yeah. And what little tips did you find helped um, you bond with the girls? You know what?
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, fo- following uh, your program. um the ten o'clock bottle initially mm. and bath, uh, yep. bath and bottle. That was that was my job, so that Brooke could have a rest. She never rested; she'd always clean the house or whatever because she felt like everything. <laughs> but was getting it was on good. She it. was but she
2: she didn't she have had her own time to it. do. That's it, right. That's right. Know,
1: two or three hours of just doing whatever she needed to do. Um, and I think, uh, you know, that was my job, and I was really proud of it. It was the thing that I could do and control. Mm. Um, and then occasionally, uh, if if Brooke wasn't giving her the boob during the night. I'd throw a bottle in there but um, typically I'd get a pretty a good formula we're sleep. talking was, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, formula, formula and breast, both and are breast, fine. And breast,
2: yes. And um, uh, that, that bath that, you know, that, that the, routine. I, the, the routine that I, I teach, it's, um, I mean, I, I've, taught it for many years and I know so many dads love it because A, you get to handle your child as in bathing them and you get that confidence because it doesn't come naturally for a lot of men holding holding children. Absolutely. It doesn't come naturally to a lot of women, but it, did that help you bathing the girls?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I, th- I always thought I was good with kids, but you'd always be holding kids that are six months old, um, got a little bit of stability through the neck and yep. um, can hold themselves up or close to holding a newborn that's either two weeks prem or even sooner than that, like they're so fragile, so dainty, but they're actually a lot more robust than you think they are. Um, But just learning about that and and being more confident in holding them and the technique of holding them in a bath and let them swim and exhaust themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you just, that was sort of my thing every night. And then just see them grow and you take photos every yeah. two or three weeks and the difference in size yeah. and then they start to smile at you while they're oh, in the bath. And they're all beautiful the moments best? that if, if I didn't do that bath, maybe I wouldn't have got to see it as often or as soon or yeah. you just did miss that, it.
0: Did that help your relationship with Brooke?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, it's not just a one-man job. I don't think anyone can do it on their own. And, you know, those sad stories where people end up um, divorced and on their own with kids, one, two, three kids, it's, um, you know, Epic. I just don't know how they do it. Mm. It's, um, it's incredible. It's incredible.
2: Um, how has your life changed now with with the girls? So um, uh, holidays and nights out and, you know... Well, I think someone
1: someone explained to me a holiday is just... Uh, the same crap in a different place. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Unless you go so to Bali tr- and yep. there's cheap babysitters there, so I they're, they're very good. we have just um, had a nice holiday in Bali. <laughs> we have been I'm to Bali. I kept thinking,
2: are they still there? And then when I was there, are you still there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was beautiful. We've um, got a relationship with a, a Balinese uh, lady who's yep. got a, a daughter of her own, but um, we've used Fantastic. her for nearly four years now. We Gosh. flew her to Noosa last year.
2: Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Um, so, yeah. Does she
2: look after older ladies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she can. It all comes at a price, cat. Eh, yeah, Kat. that's
0: all right. <laughs> I will take you on holiday, cat. Oh, it's okay, good okay. changing
1: <laughs> nappies, too, don't
2: worry. <laughs> yeah, right, <well>, okay. <laughs> Plucking
1: hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Brooke took me away just for a quiet weekend uh, just after we got back from Bali. Funny, we'd just been on a holiday, and she thought yep. we needed a break from the kids, but... Um, <laughs> You sort of sit there and you go. You talk about what are we going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then you see an awesome playground, or the beach is just there, and you're like, oh, the kids are done that. So what we ended up doing was taking the girls back down the next weekend. Gorgeous!
2: (laughs) Oh, how gorgeous!
1: (laughs) We end up just sitting on the couch, probably feed. Trolling the feeds on Instagram and Facebook yeah. and things that you probably don't get as much time to do when you have the kids around. You're but...
2: right. You're so right. And yeah. it's and and the kids. It's a family. That's your yeah. family. Yeah. And I know a lot of people would say, "Oh, look, you need a break. You know, you're tired. You need a break." And it's sort of. You do at some level, but you're right. If you have the break, you're actually looking for the kids, aren't yeah, you? And, yeah, absolutely. And, and so many people go out for dinner, and when they go out for dinner, they don't talk about anything else except their not themselves, or but kids their babies, or school yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. exactly, yeah, absolutely. It's, well, yeah. it
1: just becomes your life.
2: Yeah. Um, and what and about um, you know? There's unfortunately there's you know a lot of violence towards children, and even just you know, you know, we we don't see a lot of violence, you know, in the streets and things like that. A lot of things are behind closed doors. But, you know, a lot of stuff I, I really feel you know, very strongly about is, is how we talk to our children, becoming their voice in their head. And, um, you know, the way we say things to them, again, comes out in them. Also, as a father and a man with daughters, you know, you must think ahead about your girls. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm petrified. <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, it's it, it's a scary thought. There's mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it. There's a little bit of anxiety about uh, our kids growing up, um, especially in today's society. I mean, mm-hmm. drugs is so prevalent. Um, but, again, I think I'm a true believer in it all comes back to the morals and the life that you're teaching them to live.
2: 100%. Um, and, and it's about... E-
1: even to the point where, you know, your kid wants something, and Harper's a great example, um or Mackenzie will steal something at Harper's or they'll break something. Mm. And initially we were going, oh, we'll just buy one tomorrow. And then both mm. Brooke and I looked at each other one day and we were just like, it's just teaching them the complete wrong thing. Absolutely, things. you're right. So we'd be like, we need to save some money to buy sure. this or you need to wait till Santa comes to exactly. bring you this. Yeah. Just because I think kids of today just expect, you know, I want a PlayStation game, I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah, it's a gratification. Yeah, it's, um,
2: when you're talking about drugs and... Um, Uh, you know, cigarettes and things like that. Um, I don't know if I've told you, Brooke, but I, at a very young, when my son was very young, I taught him he was allergic to cigarettes. How good's that? (laughs) How good's that? I'm going to use that one. Yep. And um, so he must have been two or three, and I said, you can't ever smoke because it makes you cough, and so you're allergic to cigarettes. It came back to bite me. When he had to have an operation and have something removed, um, a splinter removed from his foot, the anaesthetist came out and said, any allergies? And I said, no, no, no. And Lachlan goes, what about the cigarettes, mum? (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't smoke. Yeah. You know, and it's what what comes from home and what you teach them. Yeah. And so, it's, Kat, that sounds like it's okay to lie to your kids. Oh no, that it was been, just it, a I Think it's story. been the
1: truth. Been the truth.
2: It was. Point you know, you right just direction. don't want them to ever harm their body. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you don't want them to hurt themselves. It's it's part of you. And when when like you're saying when um, Harper hurt herself um, uh, uh, at the pool. You seriously hurt when they hurt, don't you? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You seriously hurt. And so the thought of cigarettes, you know, I just hate them. And um, the the thought that he would smoke... Was would just terrible. So, so you're it. able to manipulate, or encourage his, well, so he's, his reaction. Um, he's uh, he's a good boy. I'll yep. be
1: using that one when I get home. Yep. Don't worry. <laughs> you're
2: yeah, not allowed to smoke. You're no, not allowed s- to drink. No
1: cigarettes in the house. Maybe I have to buy some just to, to teach it.
2: <laughs> well, you, they will see people, you know, and they and and it's it's around and. You oh, and the
1: questions they ask. Questions. Why, why is he doing that? What's yeah. he doing? Yeah. Why? But why? Yeah.
2: Why? And also with with strangers, especially in your your situation. I mean, you've got to, you're going to have a lot of people come up to you, aren't you, and and talk to you, and <laughs> uh, you know, because people know you. Yeah. Uh, how do you teach your girls not to just go to anyone and, and 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 that stranger danger thing that we do have to be careful of and not not just let them.
1: Talk? Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um you know, even arriving home from Bali, it was late at night. Uh, the girls were exhausted, obviously being on the flight for six hours, and um, they were just sitting there. And I had, you know, probably five or six photos through while we were waiting for our baggage. And Harper just—you can just see the confused look on her face, yeah, like, "Why? This is a bit bizarre." But um, again, it's just around education. Oh, people taking is, photos. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it happens Does in the street and so it forth. Yet? Uh, she knows she she knows that I play footy, but yep. I don't know if she knows that football's such a big thing um, in well in other people's uh, terms. But yep. um, I think she's slowly understanding what it means. Like she was, she came out on grand final day, which was uh, yep. just an incredible moment for me. Really
2: cute, very emotional and for our family, which was uh, oh,
1: beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
0: You, you mentioned earlier that some of your friends, um, you know, they're now starting to have kids. What are your mates asking you about? I mean, do they come to you and say, are they concerned? Are they, what, what are the questions? Um, what do they want to know?
1: Oh, I think I think before you actually fall pregnant, which the majority of them are in that sort of phase now, um, you're just excited. So it's more just around the excitement and maybe techniques uh, in the bedroom. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. I'm boy. Oh you yeah. or naughty. I'm naughty, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no. Um,
0: do they ask, did they talk about like the impact? You know, do they Yeah, like,
1: I th- they think they, s- the they start to talk, uh, yeah, whether you go um, up, what do they call it? Up, up the business
2: end. The business end or, or the not. other the business end. <laughs> yeah, they, do you know they're both what? business
1: ends, don't no, worry. It is the
2: business end. And the thing is, like, I don't get that because, you know, when you're in a birth, you can't help but be... Oh. It's not a business end. You're actually yeah. there in the middle, aren't you? I,
1: I think people need to experience yeah. it properly to just appreciate it's it. It's just
2: fantastic. What, our, what, what don't you know? Like, what,
0: what do we need to experience? Like what, what, oh,
1: just... When the baby well, comes out. Yeah. Push the, the baby coming out is phenomenal and how quick it can happen. Um, but even just... Like, how flexible a baby's head is at birth? It's yeah. Phenomenal. Like, you think it's a, a round thing and that the vagina has to expand a certain amount, which it does, but not to the extent you would absolutely think.
2: And you can't well, believe... It squeezes
1: out, but then our second one was born, I don't know, how, face up.
2: Yep, yeah, face to pubes.
1: Not even, I th- like meant to
2: crown yeah Yep, yep face so upwards yeah no, so posterior like face, oh face
1: presentation face presentation yeah yep. yep. so it was almost a, an emergency caesar. C- yep. caesar which brooke was freaking out about because she she loves her gym and and, yep. and <laughs> working out so she was a bit scared about uh, the recovery time yeah. for a caesar but some people have to have it Yep. um but yeah her face was bruised for maybe three or four days like fully she came out like a black little baby which yeah. uh
2: so really purple is. because of the um the pressure the, and the pressure and some some babies <laughs> it come was pretty out.
1: incredible and some of the photos we have are phenomenal uh, no, yeah. i would never share with anyone else because it'll freak them out but um <laughs> for me to reflect on which i, I tend not to anymore because it's scary but uh yeah. when you're in the moment it was it was um phenomenal to see
2: wouldn't miss it for the world
1: no, no, definitely not.
2: And it's, I think, also you 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 put into perspective, you know, you're you're important in your work. Everyone has their role, yeah. don't they? Everyone has their role in life, and um, that's what when when you're in a birth, I mean, doctors and midwives have that role. That's yeah. they're in charge, and it's and it doesn't matter. Who you are, where you are—it's very equalizing childbirth. Mm, absolutely, you know—it's—it's it's, everyone has the same feeling, and there's nothing um, that you can make that's special or you know um, easier or anything like Can't that. Can't plan it; it just happens. It just it's Let just it the baby has to come out. So, you know, it's—it's uh, it's just is what it is. But it, it certainly absolutely. is a, a beautiful um, experience, even though for the first time when you see it as a man, it must be. Wow!
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I have friends who have have passed out. Really? Yeah. Or <laughs> cried. Yeah. A um, lot cry. Which yeah, it's just this release of emotion that I yeah. think it's you know forty weeks of yeah. of building and sometimes even so. longer. Um, I think it's.
2: I think you're right. I think it is emotion.
1: The, the incredible relief, relief the, the the proud moment of your wife going yes. through what she's just gone through. The beauty the baby, of it. The, yeah.
2: yeah it's, yeah.
1: yeah, I it can gives remember me tingles. one.
2: Yeah, is that was, weird? No. Well, didn't I say this morning? Still gives me tingles. Yes, you yeah. did. Yeah, it's yeah. still just—it's just, yeah, it's it's just it's an, an am- it's life, experience. and it. Do, do you think it's spiritual?
1: Oh yeah, and it's H- almost it, healing in some yeah. way. I don't know how to explain it, but um, you know, you've created it. Which, yeah, you talk about God and, and yeah. so forth, but but there's you're the creators of a human being.
2: It's there's something pretty amazing, especially when the head comes out, just yeah. the head. And you think, oh, that's like, that's another person coming out. Yeah. I still that. And you've been carrying that. that
1: for nine months yeah. inside you and yeah. it's been growing.
2: Yeah. From a What sperm does that feel and a, like? And yeah. I still,
1: as I said before, I'll never experience it yeah. and I probably don't want to, but the connection that must have for a female with their child um, is, is pretty special.
2: Do you think it even helps you connect? Yeah, but definitely. Y- your dad may not have been in at your birth.
1: I've got no idea. No. Never asked a question. Did You never, never talked to him talk
2: to him about it? Uh, no. Fatherhood no. with him?
1: No. Oh, I, I, just more so my dad would be more so along the lines of teaching your kids good morals and yes. respect mm. and so forth, which um Is that
2: you has your parenting as as I mean your parents parenting you has that helped you I think being it, a good father?
1: I think it model you model yourself on um not just your parents, but they've been the greatest influence on your life, mm. uh, well, until I was a father. And then, you know, I marry into Brooke's family and there's some great role models there as well. So, And, and then there's people I've met along the journey of my yeah. life that uh, you respect for whatever reasons they are. Sometimes it's business, sometimes it's um, the, the, the way they play sport, but yeah. typically it's it's more so the people they are and, and the morals they live by, yeah. which
2: uh, you and try to
1: echo and, and repeat yourself and then obviously hope that your kid's Grab, a, grab it as well.
2: And and I think when you become a parent, you also uh, see people who you actually don't want near your children and you don't want them to talk or be around them. I mean, that's, and that will also change when your children go to school because they're friends and you, you all of a sudden have some <laughs> friends at your house and you think, oh, don't like, yeah. don't like Jimmy, and then <laughs> all of a sudden Jimmy, Jimmy's off the got list. Got to talk
1: Jimmy down every day. <laughs> yeah. oh, don't like him. He's
2: oh sorry, too busy. Can't do that. i um, <laughs> uh, got another game in Western Australia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. Once Harp has been at childcare for maybe eighteen months now, um, and you know, is she the cool kid or is she not? But. Yeah. The reality is it doesn't matter I as doesn't, long as they're happy. And, yeah. That's a
0: really good point. You know, they talk about mother's group. And when, when, when 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 women have children, you can go to mother's group and potentially it can be quite adversarial or competitive. Is uh, Dad's like that.
1: Um, I've never been a part of a daddy group, but um, Let's I, su- I suppose yeah. being in a football club with, yep. you know, there's five or six guys that have kids themselves, I don't think it's ever a competition. It's more just a conversation around what they're doing and and. You know, the thrills of being yeah. a father. Yeah, I
2: right. think blokes have a, di- or men have a different yeah. approach to parenting, in, in whereas women will talk deeper things and you'll say, How are the kids going? Are they okay? Oh, yeah. they're great. My kid did this today, my kid that today. Yeah, rather than. Oh, it,
1: he's been sick, is he all right? Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, we, sweet. No, yeah, don't need to know what it was. <laughs> whereas <but> we go <laughs> into the whole thing, you yeah. know, I had
2: to have Panadol three times. I did <laughs> yeah. this, it, that went to the children's hospital. This happened, then the doctor said this. So we tended dig down a bit deeper for a bit more (laughs) sympathy maybe because women want to have they need a lot of support and when they're talking about their children or themselves it's about people recognising that they're doing a good job yeah. and they're working the, hard. The worthiness. The worthiness of it because well, it's no one walks around saying, thank you, mum.
1: No, exactly right. And I, I know that a lot of women struggle with the fact that, you know, they're not contributing to the financial part of the household or they feel guilty because the husband's out working five or six days a week um, and they're just at home. And, and I've heard people say that, oh, you know, are you ever going to go back to work to other other mums and so forth? And what people who don't have kids don't get is that, being a mum is the hardest job it's in the work, world. 24-7. Absolutely. And um,
2: you don't turn off.
1: And I'm thankful that I have a job and that I get to escape the yes. house every now and then. <laughs> and but, Mother's uh, Day
2: um, is a holiday, but still you work. Absolutely. <laughs> you usually make gonna, your own brekkie. Yep, <laughs>
1: yep, absolutely. I'll get the kids out of the house so that you can have a day to yourself, but it's yeah. still, we're not celebrating you. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. But it's uh, it's it's nice to talk about a dad's view and, and how you see um, children because, you know, uh, having a, a good role model, whether you have children or not, men are in, very important in, in children's lives. And whether it's for your children or other children, you've got a lot of supporters that, that you're a role model to. And that's a pressure too, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think A good pressure, you know, but... <laughs> the f- one thing that Ben Cousins said, and he's probably not the ideal role model for, for any child at the moment, but... Um, he said, "We don't we don't choose to be role models. Um, we just are because mm-hmm. of uh, the enormity of AFL footy in Australia. But um, I'm really proud of it. I, I love the fact that people look to you for inspiration, advice, um, yeah. and and just what you're doing. Yeah. Granted, I'm not perfect, and yeah. I never will be, um, and that's what people need to realise. But uh, I think it's it's nice when just the average Joe Blow gets to relate." Uh, exactly the same way as what yes. I do with going down to bar on Heads and playing in the water with yeah. my girls. That's exactly the same as every other person does. It's yeah. not just this. We don't just win grand finals every day and get no, to I, celebrate them with our teammates. And, <laughs> and
2: also, you you know, it's it's not um, it's not fantasy day and night because you're a footballer. Yeah. You still have to wake up at night. You still your kids get unwell. You know, they you have some sleepless nights. They fall over and they're going to have some fights with kids. And and it's it's you know. You, We all have that and it's and that's parenting and that's I suppose what we're talking about that um that parenting the the gig of parenting is is it's not just for the first five years, it's for life. Yeah. Mm. It is for life. Like your parents will still be parenting you, I'm sure.
1: And then grandparenting. And grandparenting, (laughs)
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 tips would you give to uh, to
0: parents or you know, partners, husbands, Um, lovers. Lovers.
1: Aside from the obvious ones, you can never really do anything wrong. That's, that's, that's my honest opinion is to just go with the flow because no one's judging you. Well, there probably is people out there judging you, but who cares what they think because they're not in the position that you are. Good advice. Um, ask questions. No question, stupid. I say that no, to the young yeah. draftees coming yeah. into the Richmond Footy Club these days. But um, no, stupid is no question is a stupid one because
2: mm. you're right. Um, you're and right. and If you so don't ask people, it, you'll never know. Some so. people say to us, "This must be a really stupid question." I'm like, don't worry, yeah. we've heard everything, <laughs> yeah, and and it's and, and, right. and it's never stupid. You're no. right because if it's a concern to you, it's 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 something you need to know. Absolutely, and learn. yeah.
1: Um, and don't Google because Google's yeah. scary. Yeah, <laughs> get professional Google. advice. So oh, sounds like oh my you. god! I know. Have you? you did you? I've last...
2: trained him well, haven't I? Did you Google?
1: Did you come on? Oh, my wife is a serial Googleist. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it, Doctor Google? Doctor Google. So it's not a good thing. Trust oh, me. That's one not... of my ma- massive pieces of advice.
2: It's, it's not. It, it, if there's, if there, were, it's a medical site. It's okay. It's the, it's the closed groups. Yeah. It's the crackers. Yeah. The forums. Know. The forums. Yeah. The
1: forums are like. The... Oh, I once had my child, it wouldn't stop crying and it ended up having some serious disease. you just yeah. like, oh, well, okay, so yeah. that must mean that every time my kid's crying, it's got a serious disease. Yeah, not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, um, so what are your dreams for your girls?
1: Um, it, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's really hard. I, I can't wait to see what they grow up loving and enjoying and doing. You know, Harper at the moment loves dancing, ballet, any sort of sport, um, puzzles, drawing, Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the beauty of being a kid is that yeah. you have this blank canvas that you can, you can do anything. whatever you, you want a to blank do. You that's right. Um,
2: and, and as a parent, uh, the way I explain it is that they're in emotional wet cement and that wet cement... It's up to you and Brooke to mould them in a positive way because by seven that cement is set. Yeah. And that's what you've got. Yeah. So positive talk, all that sort of stuff. Or four if,
1: years ago, have I? <laughs> right right. Right. If Better you start do, working if hard. If you do the
2: <laughs> negative stuff or people hit their children and, and abuse them and, and, and that's what all they know by yeah. the time the cement's set. So no wonder kids after that and at school and teenagers go and do pretty bad stuff because yeah. that's all they've learned they've been they've been taught that way so yeah. it's
1: yeah i think i think for me it's just grow up um, doing things that fulfill them so it's, yeah. it's not about you know achieving the absolute best or or being the best at what you do it's more about living a life where it makes you feel whole and complete mm. um, and that might take them 40 50 60 years or They may never get there, but Mm. at least if they've got a plan in place that they can work towards, they continue growing. Mm. If you're not growing, you're dead.
2: Well, Trent, it's been really great um, talking to you and and hearing your uh, perspective on... on being a dad and that's I know you're a positive. great dad um, because I've seen you at it and <laughs> and Brooke you. <laughs> and um, your kids are great, uh, don't throw them up in the air will you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, that was a lesson on th- that's, that's probably I another another actually, piece of that, advice oh my God,
2: <laughs> <what happened?
1: laughs> It's only had 130,000 views on Facebook but um, yeah, I dropped my daughter dancing with her
2: <laughs> and then laugh. but I'm
1: human, everyone's but done I think <laughs> good
2: for you putting it up because so many people do it and it, it's something as uh, as uh, someone who teaches parenting, I would never throw their kids up, ever. Like when I see people throwing them up in a pool or anything like that, I go, no, please don't do that. The other thing is swinging them around, holding their hands. Little children can dislocate their elbows and wrists I remember so you telling so me that quickly. very early. She's such yep. a killjoy. I grew up doing that. What about you, Trent?
1: Um, yeah, I would have thought my old man had swing me around by one arm, not just two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, no, my joints are all yeah, pretty uh, rigid I now. Know, Maybe that's why. I know. <laughs> I've got sorry. arthritis in every joint because Dad used to throw me around like a clown.
2: Okay, so Kath's completely <laughs> on the money. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, Trent. Thank you for Fantastic. having me. It's been good fun. Great. This has been Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath
1: Curtin. Birth, Baby and Beyond is recorded in the studios of
0: Podcast One Melbourne, Australia. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan. Audio production
1: by Darcy Thompson and music by Matt Nicolich. For more episodes, head to podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. A Podcast
0: One production.